Hello, everyone. My name is Sarah, and it is a pleasure to welcome you to my chair. Every weekday, we will meet here to reflect on a passage from 1 Peter. If you'd like to dive deeper into this book, I encourage you to find our reading plan on YouVersion. Simply download the YouVersion app from your app store, and then just type Who is Grace into the search bar and select the 1 Peter plan. A challenge from the reading plan that I want to encourage you to try is to read or to listen to the entire letter, start to finish, in one sitting, once a week. I promise it's worth it, but I also know that that sounds like a lot. To help you with that, I recorded a reading of all five chapters, and you can find that on this podcast. Just look for the episode titled, First Peter, The Whole Darn Thing, and push play while you're in the car, doing chores, or taking a walk. Right now, let's dive into First Peter. This is a letter that Peter wrote to several churches located in Asia Minor. And today, well, we're not going to get any further than verse one. In fact, I think we're just going to hang on to the first six words. But before we even get to those, I just want us to reflect on the fact that this is a letter. Whoa, when was the last time you wrote a letter? Maybe an email counts? Maybe? Eh, I think that's a stretch, but maybe the closest thing we've got. For most of time in history, though, letters were the one way that you could communicate over long distances, and even then, only possible if both the sender and the recipient were literate. In other words, in Peter's day and the early days of the church, this was really high-tech stuff. Peter's letter ends by crediting Sylvanus as Peter's helper. Maybe Sylvanus just had better handwriting, but it's also possible that as a fisherman, Peter wasn't exactly trained to put words on paper. Let's keep rolling down this rabbit hole for just a minute. So parchment and ink would have been costly. There was no formal mail delivery service, no FedEx, no UPS. So a letter would have had to been entrusted to a courier or a trusted person who could travel the distance, most likely on foot, and then deliver it safely. And I don't think safety was a guarantee. Like the Roman road system may travel easier and safer but only during daylight hours. So sorry, no overnight deliveries. I mean, we don't even bat an eye when we hear the word letter, but this really is no small thing. For Peter and the other apostles like Paul and James, it's likely that the one delivering the letter was also entrusted with reading the letter out loud to the church or the churches. And that meant they needed to understand the content and be prepared for questions, kind of like our preachers today. They deliver the word of God and make the truth accessible to the church. Okay, so sending a letter, nothing like whipping off an email. This was work. It had to be intentional. For deeper study on the epistles, I highly recommend two videos from thebibleproject.com. Just search New Testament letters on their website. The other resource is a book by Gordon Fee and Douglas Stewart called How to Read the Bible for All It's Worth. Okay, let's look at those first six words of 1 Peter. Peter an apostle of Jesus Christ. This opening phrase identifies Peter as the author, but it also reveals who he is, how he identified himself, apostle of Jesus Christ. That word apostle is from the Greek, and it means a messenger or one who is commissioned by another to represent him. In other words, Peter's saying that he was commissioned and sent by Jesus as his representative with a message. And in the pages that follow, we'll read the message. But for now, I just want to highlight the fact that Peter knew who he was. He knew what he'd been called to do. And I'm quite certain this wasn't the life he'd imagined for himself as a little boy or even as a young man fishing on the Sea of Galilee. But a man named Jesus, the Son of God, 
turned his world upside down when he said, come, follow me, I'll make you a fisher of men. So what about you and me? How do we identify ourselves? I mean, I admit I've never written Sarah, disciple of Jesus Christ, at the top of an email or a letter or anything. I'm guessing apostle was the most important description in Peter's life. Is disciple most important to me? Is it to you? The word disciple means a learner who follows the teaching. Have I let Jesus so upend my world that following him and obeying his teaching is the most important thing in my life? I want to say yes, but I think I'm going to pause and let him speak first. So Jesus, me and so many of my friends who are listening today are exceedingly grateful that you have saved us. There was a day we said yes to following you. But so many things distract us and tug at us and pull our eyes away from you. So I ask that you would show me those things today. Show us those things today, Jesus. I want to be your fully devoted follower. Amen. Thank you for joining me today. Remember, you can always access Grace's daily read plan and additional resources like small group curriculum at whoisgrace.com forward slash read. If this time is meaningful for you, please like, subscribe, and share this podcast so others can find it too. I look forward to meeting you at my chair again tomorrow. God bless.